Hello, I'm Stephen Bashong, Associate Editor at Solar Power World Magazine. Welcome to another edition of Contractors Corner, a Solar Power World podcast series in which our editors talk with solar contractors and installers just like you. This podcast series is a companion to the Contractors Corner column in our print magazine and on our website. In this recording, we hear from Jim Gentle, who started his Pasadena, California solar installation company, Run On Sun, in 2006. We touch on his affinity for in-phase microinverters, his book for people interested in commercial solar installations, and why being a solar contractor is so much better than being a lawyer. Thanks for listening. So, what kind of work does your company do? So, Run On Sun is a solar installation, uh, PV only, not thermal, um, solar installation company here in Pasadena, California, and we also do consulting um, for uh, both uh, private clients and um, entities like uh, Pasadena Water and Power. When did uh, Run On Sun get its start, and how did the company come together? Uh, the company was founded in 2006. At the time, I was a practicing lawyer, had been doing so for about 10 years, and had gotten to the point where I was looking for not only a new challenge, but you know, an opportunity to do something that um, was maybe a little more satisfying um, on the sense of what is your legacy, what are you leaving for the world. And I had a former client who I had represented uh, successfully, and he was um, an entrepreneur had an MBA as well as an engineering background, so uh, he helped kind of round out um, the sense of skills that would be needed to uh, start a business, and I pitched it to him, and he really liked the idea. And then we were incredibly fortunate to find very early on, after we formed the company, um, our chief electrician, who's um, is just the best in the world at what she does, and um, we're you know, we were extremely lucky to find her, and the three of us are the core of the business. That's really interesting. From law to solar, were you looking at other uh, areas of interest uh, besides solar, or was it always solar that stuck out to you? Well, when I started looking, I had nothing in mind. I kind of did the old uh, what color is your parachute exercise. You know, I, I sat down with a number of sheets of paper and started drawing up lists. Um, you know, what did I think my skills were? Uh, what were the things I really wanted to avoid ever having to do again in my life? What did I think, you know, was important to me? Uh, what did I have to have in, in employment and what would be nice to have? And you start pushing those things around and, you know, I have a pretty diverse background in addition to a law degree. I have degrees in mathematics and a master's degree in computer science. So, you know, I've got a pretty strong technical background. I taught high school for six years. You know, I've, I've done a lot of different things. And when you start putting all those things together, uh, strange as it may seem, what came out of that was to start a solar power company. And, you know, that was our vision back in 2006. Wow. So how has the uh, company grown since then? Slowly. Uh, you know, we had the... Um, the, the tremendously uh, good fortunate timing to, you know, be a small company um, really trying to come into its own right as the economy fell off a cliff. And, um, you know, we were pretty conservative in our business practices, which, you know, means that we have um, basically avoided debt. Um, and that's been a good thing in some respects and you know, a limiting thing in other respects, but it means that our growth has been organic 
as opposed to, you know, funded by outside folks. And that, that gives us the freedom to do things the way we like to do it, um, albeit, you know, maybe at a, at a slower pace and a smaller scale uh, than we might have otherwise. To do things as you would like to do them. Can you give me an example of that? Yeah. Um, you know, we are of the view that we have clients, not customers. Um, you know, a customer is a, is a very transaction-based relationship. Um, somebody comes in, they give you their money, you give them something in return, and that's kind of the beginning and the end of it. We view this as more of a relationship business where we form relationships for a long haul, and that requires that you have a different focus. You have to be um, more concerned about meeting your clients' needs than you necessarily are on meeting a, a short-term sales projection. Um, so, uh, you know, I know for a fact that we turn down jobs. We tell people that they're not a good candidate for projects when they aren't, huh. even after they've had um, other companies come in and be more than happy to sell them something. But, you know, we know that if you put something there, it's not going to perform well. They're not going to get a good return on their investment. You know, so we don't we don't believe in doing business that way. And I think if we were more beholden to third parties, uh, you know, we'd probably feel more pressure to you know, do some of those projects, and as it is, I think we're able to stay true to the principles under which we founded the company and, you know, really give that client-oriented service. Very good. And among the projects that were a good fit, is there one or two that make you exceptionally proud? Well, certainly, I, I would say to date, our, our, our all-time favorite project is the one over at Westridge School here in, in Pasadena. Um, it's a nice size for us. It's you know, 52 kilowatts, that's kind of in our sweet spot. Um, but it's also, you know, um, at a high school, um, a private all-girls high school, and I used to teach in a private all-girls high school. So I have an affinity for their mission. And one of the great things about that project, in addition to, you know, just having turned out really well, is really nice is they can take the data that the system produces. This is an end-phase um, system, so there's all kinds of data available. And they can actually use that data in the classroom as a, as a teaching tool um, about everything from, you know, physics uh, and mathematics to economics. Um, so we really like how that project kind of exemplified our, our client-oriented focus um, because it it met their needs at multiple levels, and, and that's really very gratifying. That's great. Clearly, you're enjoying what you're doing because I understand you have written a book. It's titled Commercial Solar Step-by-Step. Step. Why did you write it? Well, you know, we've been writing a blog here um, since, gosh, you know, 2009, and um, a lot of the, those pieces focused on on the commercial side of the business and, you know, in the course of, of doing the Westridge project, I got to know their facilities director uh, really well. He's a real smart guy. It occurred to me that there's a lot of folks out there like him, um, you know, they manage properties or they're the facilities director at, at some company and they're looking for something that kind of walks them through the process um, because if you think about it, you know, People who don't have experience with the industry, there's an awful lot of, of information out there that just seems pretty opaque and pretty difficult to navigate without some kind of guide. And 
it's hard to have a guide from somebody who's trying to sell you something because it's hard for you to know when are they speaking, you know, in an in a unbiased fashion and when are they giving you a sales pitch. So the, the point of the book was to kind of serve as that guide. And we really wrote it for two purposes. Uh, one was for our own marketing purposes, um, obviously. We viewed it as kind of the ultimate leave behind um, to give to potential commercial clients. Um, we figured uh, that it would help bolster our credibility, um, but also serve as a, as a useful tool for them. Uh, the second um, intention on the book was that I know there's lots of other solar companies out there, you know, who aren't the national behemoths um, that are, you know, operations around the size of Ron on Sun, and they would really like to have something that they could give to their potential clients to show. Um, you know, to help um, explain the, the path forward for those folks. And um, so we, we thought that this would be a useful tool that other companies could make use of. And so that's, that's really been kind of a twofold focus um, in writing the book. And, you know, I'm pleased to say that when we give it out to potential clients, you can see in their face the, the notion that this is going to be something that's going to actually help them in the process. And and that's not something most of our competitors are providing them. So uh, we think it's, it's, it's a good investment on our part to um, help our potential clients get up to speed. And I'm sure it will. You know, there is a lot of information out there that people who build solar need to know. How do you stay current on solar regulations, safety standards, things of that nature? Well, we're pretty dialed in on frankly, on, on the social media side of things, which I know um, people who aren't really initiated in it um, sometimes think that that's really nothing more than, you know, people putting up cat photos and what they had for lunch. But um, we have a very well-developed uh, Twitter following of people that we pay close attention to, as well as um, you know, participating in a number of LinkedIn groups. For example, all three of the principals in, at Run on Sun are NAPSAP certified, and um, there's a NAPSAP um, installers group over on LinkedIn that has some really smart people who um, are very good at raising issues and answering questions. So, you know, collectively, things like that, looking at magazines like, you know, Solar Pro, um, uh, you put all that together and we have our finger pretty well on the pulse of most of what's going on. Do you find that uh, your interactions on Twitter and perhaps LinkedIn help you find sales leads? You know, I think it, it's more indirect. So we, we, we actually use inbound Twitter, if you will, and inbound LinkedIn more as a means of um, finding new information and, and sources of information that, that we might have otherwise missed. Um, you know, and one of the things that is common, on, on particularly on Twitter, is that you know, most of the posts that you see on Twitter actually include links to some reference and to some source. Mm -hmm. And that's what we use it for um, as an inbound source. Uh, as an outbound source, we use it as one of our major marketing tools. Um, you know, we have over 20,000 followers on, on um, Twitter, and with that, um, when we put out a blog post or um, have an announcement we want to make, and we distribute that out on Twitter, uh, we can see an immediate reaction in terms of visitors to the website or to the blog, and that's a way of 
you know, getting our information out there so that other people can, can see it. And that indirectly um, leads, if you will, to um, leads coming through the door um, or more typically um, through the website. Now, just changing gears a little bit, how do you attract and retain a great workforce? You know, I, th- I think that's a challenge for um, all small businesses. Um, we have done so very, very slowly. Um, I would say, you know, the hardest thing to attract and retain is our good salespeople, um, people who understand the industry and understand our philosophy. On the technical side, you know, we get to know people through um, conferences or through workshops. Um, some of those people then start to work for us instead of you know working for other people, and, and that's kind of how we grow um, the business. We haven't really had a need for you know doing a lot of blanket beating of the bushes to, to get people through the door. So we've been lucky to be able to um, expand our workforce as needed in a, in a again in a very organic manner through having had significant interactions with people. So we we know a lot about them typically well before we uh, are working with them. Makes sense. So what's your biggest challenge at work? Um, well, I think, you know, the biggest challenge um, for us as a small business is probably um, the same as it is for most small businesses, which, you know, is how do you rise above the noise and um, connect with your potential clients so that they find you. You know, we do a couple of things to try to make that happen. Um, the most prominent, of course, being the blog, uh, which, you know, we've written for years now and has a pretty solid following. And then, you know, the redesign of the website uh, that we just rolled out literally last night. Um, it's a website change that, from a design that's been in place for probably the last, you know, with minor variations the last four years, and it's a completely redesigned site, which we think and hope you know, will be more attractive to our potential clients and give them the information they need quickly without overloading them with too much at once, but also has a lot of information. So if they want to drill down on things, the site is designed to let them do that. Um, and, you know, we think it's, it's going to be a little more welcoming, a little more inviting um, and that will help folk get a better sense of who we are and what we can offer them. Very good. What's the best part about being in the solar industry today? <laughs> well, I have to I have to answer that question by way of contrast with having been a lawyer. Um, <laughs> well, of course. When I was when I was an attorney, I was in litigation um, on really big cases, what we used to call bet the company cases, which basically meant that if the if we lost the case, the company would be no more. <laughs> so. There was a lot of stress involved with that, and um, even when you got a great result to the client, you know, it was sort of like an extended two or three year visit to the dentist. You know, they were not all that thrilled with having had to have gone through the process. Um, And now, you know, our clients, I can honestly say, you know, are thrilled to be our clients. Um, You know, they are happy to have done this, um, and they're happy that they chose us to be um, the source for them to get to um, clean energy, and that's just a much more gratifying um, uh, end result, and it's very much consistent with 
the rationale for forming the company in the first place. So it's that part of the job, I would say, is the most satisfying. So if there are any lawyers out there listening, I hope they're taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, regarding components, though, what have you learned that could be useful to others in the field? And do you have any favorites? Yeah, I, I mean, for us, um, yeah, when we started the business, uh, we looked very closely to try to find um, best-in-class components, and that was really um, an important focus for us. And when we started, uh, you know, we did our first installs in 2007 after founding the company in 2006. Um, and that meant um, SMA string inverters and Sanyo um, modules and Unirack racking. And over time, we um, looked at the microinverters coming into the market. We kind of held back for a while to how that was going to shake out. And then as I did more research, uh, I came to think that the microinverter strategy, particularly uh, here in Pasadena and the surrounding area that has so many um, shade elements with old trees, etc., that that could be a really good fit. And we started using Enphase back in 2010 and have pretty much gone to Enphase completely uh, for residential projects. So um, we're a big fan of theirs. We think they make a great product. We think they have a very enlightened development cycle, and um, and their support has been outstanding. Um, and, you know, everybody we've met at that company, from the CEO through the communications people all the way down to, you know, the, the techs that answer the phone when you have an issue um, are all first rate, and we're very impressed by them. Um, Unfortunately, Sanyo is no longer really an option, but we have moved over to um, modules from LG, uh, which, again, we like a lot. Um, we think they've done a tremendous job um, since coming into the U.S. market of um, developing that product, listening to feedback from their installers, and actually making the product more installer-friendly as well as more valuable for our clients. Um, and uh, we're still big fans of Unirac, uh, you know, and uh, we're hoping that uh, that triumvirate is one that we can work with quite successfully for a long time. Very good. So we've come to the last question, which is, which trade show or conference is your favorite and why? So we cut our teeth on Solar Power International. Um, we went um, to our first SPI back in 2006, uh, had gone basically every year until this year when it just was uh, too geographically difficult to get to. Um, we're looking forward to it being in Las Vegas next year, or actually this year now, um, in 2014. Um, I think that's, that show provides the greatest combination of um, access to new products and, and developments as well as technical information and it was invaluable to us when particularly the first couple of years we were in business as a means of for us to get up to speed and educate ourselves on the ins and outs of the industry and I I would recommend that aspect of it to anyone who's considering getting into the solar industry and looking at starting up their own company that's a great place to go to um, meet a lot of wonderful people see a huge array of products 
and attend sections that will um, jumpstart your education in a, in a meaningful way. Yeah, Solar Power World is looking forward to SPI as well because that's where we will have our top solar contractors gala this year. I'm sure you'll be a part of that, Jim. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm terribly saddened by the fact that I missed out on it uh, this last year because we were one of the top 250 uh, solar companies on your list, and um, it looked like a, a fabulous event that you guys sponsored. So we're looking forward to making the list again this year and uh, making it to the, to the gala. It'll be great. All right, Jen. Well, thank you uh, so much for spending some time with us today to share your insights on the industry and a bit about your company, Run on Sun. Thanks very much, Stephen. Take care.